is The Edge of Innovation, Hacking the Future of Business. I'm your host, Paul Parisi. And I'm Jacob Young. On The Edge of Innovation, we talk about the intersection between technology and business, what's going on in technology, and what's possible for business. Welcome to The Edge of Innovation. My name is Jacob. I have the privilege of hosting Paul, and we are going to be talking about the iPhone 7 today, not just the iPhone 7, but specifically the lack of a headphone jack on it. Wait a minute, you're telling me they took the headphone jack out? 3.5, straight off. Wow. This has been... But I heard you could drill a hole into them, and it's behind there. I was going to bring it up. That's one of my favorite parts about this whole story. There's like a a guy loaded up a YouTube video putting his iPhone 7 in a vice, and then all through the YouTube video said, this will not work. And then thousands of people still did it. Well, we don't know about the thousands, yeah, but at least there was more than one. There was at least More than zero, yeah. yeah. More than zero. I would like to think there was a thousand. Do you think they need to turn in their humanity cards or what? (laughs) I think it it calls into question the quality of our public education. I just... I can't imagine. What were you thinking is the question, really. Yeah. What were you thinking? It's a, it's a hidden feature that you... Yeah. <laughs> so Apple took it... Actually, they, they built it in. They just covered it up. Right. right. Interesting. Yeah. So the whole... Well, that would have been really stupid of Apple to do that. <laughs> yeah. So I haven't actually... So I have an iPhone 6, and I've actually refused to go to the iPhone 7. Because of this issue? Because of this issue. Wow. I could easily do it with the way my plan is set up. But oh, interesting. Yeah. So there's no financial penalty or no, disincentive I, financially. No, we're through Sprint, and it's like you lease your phone now, mm-hmm. and so it's just whatever, five bucks a month, and you still get to use phones. Interesting. But so I wanted to bring it up as a topic to talk about because there's a lot of issues in it. Well, I don't really think it's that big a deal. I mean, my toaster doesn't have a, a headphone jack, and neither does my microwave, so... <laughs> I'm really not sure. But, you know, I don't carry those with me. Yeah. You know, so that's a good point. That's a good point. Well, you've previously not been used to using your headphone jack on your previous toaster. No. No, all the toasters I've had to date have not had headphone jacks. They're all Bluetooth (laughs) headphones. Yeah, it is interesting. You know, it's it's a, uh, as Apple spun it, which I think was a mistake. I think they said it was brave and courageous. 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 You know, and, you know, I don't know, people in the floods recently had firefighters rescue them. I think that's courageous. courageous. Yeah, you know, I I don't think changing, you know, making a decision, a a, a difficult decision to remove the headphone jack. You know, it would be, it's it's a pretty big space relative to the the, the amount of space that the headphone jack and the, um, the wires that go to it and all that. It's a pretty big space in the in the microcosm inside of an, an iPhone. Right. So I can understand that that space was there. It was valuable real estate. Valuable real estate. That's a great way to put it. But, you know, they didn't take it out of the iPad. Yeah. You know, so I think it's a little disingenuous to say we're taking it out because we think people should use wireless. You know, and those wireless are nothing. Yeah. Well, and, you know, some of the story was this is a 100-year-old technology. We're finally coming up. Yeah, so is light. I mean, yeah. you know, <laughs> well, uh, you know, you know as I was saying, you know, I think the iPhone 8 is going to do away with the screen and the earphone and, you know, microphone and everything. Yeah. And it's going to be basically an ethereal. You know, you open the box and it's you won't be able to see, taste, touch, or use it, but yeah. it's an iPhone 8. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 
but it's interesting. So the whole category, though, of taking away the headphone jack, it, it has some, as I was looking into this and I've been watching articles, it has some collateral damage that I don't even know. Either they in, intentionally and spitefully did this, or they didn't think about it, and it's kind of the collateral damage. So one of them is, for example, like there's a, a device called the Square that plugs into... The headphone jack. That was immediately my thought, is the peripheral devices that depend on the headphone jack, what are they right. going to do? Yeah. Uh, what, well, they're going to go into the adapter for the Thunder port? So right. there's that, but then also, because now that the headphones are basically linked, you know, so yep. the wireless headphones, somebody, there's been some major concerns about how that affects music in terms of, because now you have a device that has to be authenticated and synced to your, to your phone. Sure. And there could be a way for Apple to say, well, if you haven't bought your music. Oh, sure. Absolutely. They could us. downgrade the quality and do all sorts. Or sort of... not even allow you to sync it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's... Well, yeah, that would be interesting. So you can't listen to this non-properly purchased music on Correct. these headphones However, because have we have a control of the wire. Yeah. That's an interesting comment. The, the, the interesting thing I heard is that the quality is better. Well, the quality isn't necessarily better. A wire is pretty darn good for quality. Yeah. There's a lot of debates in audiophile circles about the quality of cables. Yeah. And there's people who charge enormous amounts of money for cable. It's a very mythical thing. Yeah. But there's this well-known test for a double-blind test with audiophiles. So they did the A-B testing. Yeah. They did these interconnects that were very expensive. Mm -hmm. I mean, ridiculously expensive. That was A, and then they switched it over to B. And the people, very critical people, very, you know, very astute listeners couldn't tell the difference. Really? Well, you should ask the question now, well, what were the connections used for B? Yeah. Well, they were coat hangers twisted together. Okay. <laughs> and it's, it, I mean, if you understand the physics of metal wires, yeah. you know, electrons, you know, yeah, there's a little bit of difference here, but it's, it's not extreme. Uh, it's, I've had somebody once try to tell me, like, this cable for your guitar yeah. will transmit the signal faster than the other one. like, the physics yeah. don't change. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's really hard to slow down electricity or speed it up. And so, you know, there were some people who were saying, oh, listening to it through the headphone or the, the Thunderbolt port was better quality, so much better quality. I'm not sure that that's the case. There's an A to D converter, analog to digital converter, or digital to analog converter mm -hmm. that does the headphones. They still have to have a digital to analog converter to get it into the Thunderbolt port yeah. or out the Thunderbolt part. So the, the, the same translations are occurring. Yeah. Now, I will say, you know, you go out and buy good headphones, and they're going to sound better than cheap headphones. Sure. So I'm not, I'm not saying that that's wrong. The, but the here, you know, here it is, you know, for you had sort of hinted, you know, why did they do this? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, they, they, I think Apple does have, as part of its psyche, that they need to be ones who push the edge and well, ch and challenge the the status quo. And that was my question: Is this the floppy disk innovation of the phone? You know, the mobile phone. You know, dropping the floppy disk from being in the desktop suite was well, a huge the, deal. Yeah, but the reason it was dropped is because it wasn't needed. Right. You know, you had USB sticks. Mm -hmm. So the evolution, you know, when you had 360K floppy, one of them, that was all you had. Then you went to 1.2 megabyte floppy. Then you went to the 1.44 megabyte floppy. Then you had the super drive, which was 2.88. Mm -hmm. And then 
memory sticks came on. So right. it's like, well, why would I need a floppy? Yeah. And they kept having them for years after that. Mm-hmm. Then it was, well, I just never use a floppy. And, you know, stores didn't even stock floppies, so we took the device out. Right. So there wasn't a need for it. But, you know, people still do listen to music on their phones. Yeah. And and so they're, you know, it's, it's sort of like, you know, we're going to do the hard thing here of removing that. Yeah. But why wouldn't they do that on the iPad? Yeah. Rumors are coming out that next week they're going to... Um, come out with the new MacBook mm-hmm. Pro. Yeah. And one of the commentators or reviewers said, I think it'll still have a uh, headphone jack. <laughs> so, you know, if you're saying this is a, an intellectual exercise that we shouldn't have headphone jacks because too many headphones are killed in the wild and, you know, or just right. it's like turtles, turtlenecks. I mean, yeah. how many turtles are killed to make those turtleneck sweaters? <laughs> and you, you got to draw the line, yeah. you know. So the, the little headphones that are out in the wild, they want to stop harvesting them. Right. And we're going to rescue the headphone. So, well, no, that's not really the case. So it's a pretty bold thing. You know, I'll bet you one of the things that drove it is it's a heck of a lot cheaper mm. to make that because that's, that's an expensive piece of equipment. Yeah. Well, that's certainly a part of the equation. I mean, do you think that this is the sort of thing where they are going to be on the front edge of this new, of a new wave of mobile device technology? Like all, you know, Androids, iPhones across the map now are not going to have headphone jacks. And are they being disruptive or, you know, how does that kind of play out into the field of this precision? I, you know, I don't know. It's hard to say. I don't think a lot of people are going to follow it. I just, it just seems silly. It's such an entrenched technology. And all of the devices, the iPhone 6 can work with wireless headphones. Yeah. So it's not an improvement. It's right. taking something away that... I've come to expect, and especially if I've invested in expensive headphones. Yeah. You know, all right, yeah, I can get an adapter and plug it in. But, yeah, so you're saying that this seems like another instance of Apple feeling like they have to be, quote, the innovators. I think so. I I think that they have, you know, they have been the innovators, the, quote, unquote, innovators. And I think they need to do things that are innovative. And the problem is, is that this product life cycle, there's not a lot of innovation left. You know, there's this whole concept that we as consumers are addicted to innovation. Uh, We expect it. We expect things to get quantum levels better. Right. But, you know, you go and you, you know, I'll offend some people here, drink a glass of milk. They aren't improving milk much these days. You know, it's pretty much leveled off. Yeah. You know, and... You know, we had TVs that were made out of big bulky glass. Now we got flat screen TVs and, mm-hmm. you know, we got HD. Now we got ultra HD and, you know, there's that constant drive for better. Right. Most people who sit in front of a old TV and a new TV can see the difference between non-HD and HD. Yeah. And I think most of the people who were faced side by side with an HD and ultra HD would see the difference. Yeah. They'd say, wow, that's really amazing. Mm-hmm. And they'd be motivated to do it. This is a little bit of a contrarian, you know, because it's sort of like saying you don't get something better. Right. You, we're just going to take something we're away take from something you. Away. Yeah. And and that's an interesting choice, you know. Mm-hmm. It's an it's an interesting way to go. Well, the other part of it that's interesting to me is that, as I understand it, they don't the phones now will not come with the wireless headphones, and so now it's like 160 bucks or whatever yeah. to get the headphones. Which to me is not, it's just an, it's an additional price hurdle that I'm like, are you? Well, it's a way to drive more revenue. 
Well, it's definitely a way to drive more revenue, but does it favor the high-end market more so than I, like the everyman? I, I don't know. I mean, I, I am shocked at the number of people I see wearing Apple Watches. Well, that's true. And they're expensive. Like 500 bucks? At least. And an iPhone is expensive. And, you know, we have, if you look at it, you know, 40 years ago or 20 years ago, you would have never seen a teenager walking around with a $500 device. Right. That would have been unthinkable. But now we've normalized that. And, I mean, I got them for my kids, you know. And that's an amazing change that has occurred through external forces that my children need to have a $500 device, if not even more than that. But let's just say 500 yeah. So, you know, Apple, I, it'd be interesting to see of the people who buy the iPhone 7 or buy an Apple device, mm-hmm. buy the Apple accessories for it. Right. Because you can get $29 Bluetooth headphones. Uh-huh. You know, you can, you can get them with a wire, you know, that go to a belt pack or yeah, a backpack, yeah. you know. and <laughs> you know, yeah, um, yeah. So there's lots of ways to get it. So if I'm Apple, I need to do things to increase revenue. They are reaching the apogee of their profitability. Yeah. That's a crisis for a business. So sure. what am I going to do that? Well, let's take the headphone jack out and make people buy Bluetooth headphones. Right. And they know that a large proportion of those are by default going to buy the ones that Apple make. Right. You know, and I do think it will cause innovation. It'll cause innovation in battery technology. It'll cause innovation in all these different areas. So there are byproducts. Right, byproducts that are benefits. Benefits, absolutely. But they made it occur, and I think it's profit-motivated, which isn't bad. That's the way, you know, it works. works. But I do think, you know, there, there becomes this whole area here, you know, in this sort of, the addiction to innovation. Mm-hmm. And there's two types of innovation. One is disruptive and one is incremental. Right. We're very, we're in the incremental place. Yeah. Now, it'd be cool, you know, you don't realize innovation until you see it. Right. You know, I mean, there's some people like Steve Jobs who see it before other other yeah. people. Well, yeah, when you're talking the moment, I think of, like, the disruptive is that, you know, famous talk where it's just one more thing and he drops the mm-hmm. iPhone. Right, right. I mean, that... Totally demolished the entire industry. Right. Was right. Yeah. It, it it disrupted it really, yeah. and it was it was a change in that that all the pieces were there for everybody to put together, but nobody did. Mm-hmm. And it's like the minute it was shown, it was obvious. That's a disruption. Incremental is okay. Let's let's you know make the screen harder. Let's right. let's do this. Make it waterproof. Make it waterproof. And and so you know people have a different sort of elasticity with mm-hmm. you know if you see something disruptive it's like wow that's cool i gotta have it mm-hmm. but you know when i grew up and with technology i'm one of those people that says that's really cool i gotta have it mm-hmm. most people aren't that way yeah they look at it and they say oh that's cool that's nice mm-hmm. you know well, mine's fine well if they're in the market for buying one they'll buy the one with the cooler feature but not the, the majority of people don't say new feature i gotta go buy it so that incremental disruption, or I'm sorry, that incremental innovation is not as profit-making. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, I look at the, the so you, they cut out the, the headphone jack. I'm like, well, how does it improve my life? Right. That's true. I mean, it, you know, that's how I look at it. I'm like, if the, next, if the next iteration is supposed to be an improved product for whatever I use it for in my life. Right. That's a great point. It's not obvious to me how cutting away something that I, I mean, I have lots of headphones. Right, you know, right. So, oh, so now you're adding a, an additional 
problem for me to figure out how to connect my iPhone, my right. iPhone with my existing headphones. Right. And it's interesting, you know, there's a lot of human, the way humans interact with technology. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I've noticed with people wearing headphones on an iPhone or, you know, even, even from the iPod days mm-hmm. is that if you walked up to them, they'd yank the things out of their ears. Mm-hmm. Now, that's a very different thing. And it, was, it, was, it didn't require thought. So you just reach up, pull it out, and you'd be com- conversing yep. with people. Mm-hmm. Now you got these detached little things. You've got to pull them out and, okay, what am I going to do with these? Oh, my gosh. The, the, the first thing I saw when they said, hey, we're going to have wireless headphones, I imagined myself wearing them, and I knew that what would happen is right when I was walking over the street break <laughs> that they were going to fall out. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's probably true. <laughs> I just thought, I'm walking across the street in the city, yep. and boom, gone. That's right. There goes 150 bucks right down the drain. Well, yeah. 75. You'd only lose one. Oh, I mean, right. you know. okay, yeah. You probably can only buy them in pairs, though. Yeah. Um, so you've got always that extra one. It's like shoes. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> but I think that you know that the, the I, I think we need to be careful. You know, there's we we've talked a lot in the past about cognitive load, mm-hmm. and if if anything, I've always looked at technology as a way to reduce cognitive load. I don't want to have to remember that this is this. I want to write it down and have the system remind me that, right. oh, you you had to be at this point. You know, I'd like it to be, and they're getting there, you know, that you have to be here at 5 o'clock. It's 3 o'clock. We've checked the traffic. It's going to take you half an hour to get there, so you need to leave at 4.30. Mm-hmm. You know, that right. would be really nice, yeah. you know, and, you know, deal with that fallout of that real information. But one of the things I noticed with iOS 10 is two, two major things. <clears throat> one, it's a lot slower. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had an iPad, I have an iPad Air 2. Mm-hmm. Very happy with it, had it for years. And that's one, of the, that's one of the issues that Apple has had is they haven't been selling as many iPads because mm-hmm. people are happy with them. Yeah. So upgraded to iOS 10 and everything's slow. Mm-hmm. I mean, to the point, you know, I use Outlook, Microsoft Outlook on, on the iPad and on my iPhone. It was almost unusable. Oh. And uh, keeping up? Yeah, okay? sorry. That's okay. Just, you mentioned Windows 10. Uh, I see. Uh, did I mention Windows 10? <laughs> I don't think I did. So I mentioned Outlook. So it was really slow. So what did I do? Mm-hmm. I went out and bought a new iPad mm. because you know, the processor's much faster. But my gosh, they just came out with a new gee whiz thing, right, right. and it forced me to spend $700 on a new iPad. Mm. That's not nice. Yeah. You know, they effectively obsoleted my machine. Right, they forced obsolete, oh, obsolution. Obsolescence. Obsolescence. Yes. I was an English major. Yeah, it's, it was, it. is the operative yeah. word there. <laughs> but that forced uh, if, you, if you're in Canada, would you be a Canadian major? <laughs> I said, can, I said uh, oh, he, he's, a can, he's from Canada. Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> well, they do say Canada yeah. up there, so yeah. A, uh, <laughs> Yeah, so that forced obsolescence, obsolescence, obsolescence Good. is uh, incredibly frustrating with products because I've noticed that it's about like, you know, it's about the eighteen month mark of a two year contract. Yeah, and it's just man, it just like gets filled with sand. Yeah. I, so that was one thing. The iPad got so slow that I had to replace mm-hmm. it. And the other thing was is the swipe to unlock. Uh huh. I was. I had muscle memory for that. Yeah. And I still find myself fumbling over, okay, now i got to hover my finger over the button 
that muscle memory was so yeah. ingrained in me. Mm-hmm. And okay, so you say, well, that's no big deal. You got to change it. But it's another thing mm-hmm. that is, it's another little log that goes on the cognitive load. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I look at that and I, there's some way you can turn it off, but I don't think it's exactly the way it was before. And I just look at that decision and I'm saying, oh, you know, now I have to press and click. Mm-hmm. Like, why do I have to do that? Yeah. And, you know, there was a choice made, and I'm sure there was a big, you know, executive meeting about it, and we're going to do this. And I, you know, I leave well enough alone in yeah. some areas. But again, they're trying to push towards innovation. So do you think, just as we're concluding on this, do you think that other makers in the industry are going to follow suit, or are they going to kind of brush off this innovation from uh, from Apple? Well, what did, what did, did uh, Google in the new phones include a headphone jack? I think I think I think they did. I think yeah. it would have been in the news had they not. It'll be interesting to see who adopts it. I don't think they will. Yeah. I don't think they're going to follow suit. It'll be interesting to see if Apple regrets this and puts it back in their iPhone 8. Yeah, boy, I don't know. They're not good at that. Yeah, they don't retreat very much. Yeah, they either. don't. They don't and yeah, but again, you know, hey, they should be intellectually honest and take it out of all their devices cuz yeah. you know, those little headphones in the wild, who's going to protect them? <laughs> Well, thank you for listening to this episode of The Edge of Innovation, talking about the iPhone 7 and the uh, deletion or the saving of the iPhone jacks. I think we'll put it like that, right? We're, we're saving iPhone jacks by not having them in the iPhone 7. Now. Saving headphone jacks. Headphone jacks. Yes. Yeah. Save the headphone jacks. Save the headphone jacks. That's That, that should be our mantra now for the iPhone 7. Right. Thanks for listening today, guys, and we hope you have a good week. The Edge of Innovation is brought to you in partnership with Savior Labs. Savior Labs exists to help businesses mature and strategize for the future. Learn more about Savior Labs at SaviorLabs.com. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Edge of Innovation, Hacking the Future of Business. For the show notes and more information about Paul, please visit paulparisi.com. The Edge of Innovation is produced by Jacob Young in conjunction with copious amounts of coffee. Music on today's episode was from bensound.com. Paul can be found on Twitter at pdparisi and on LinkedIn at linkedin.com slash pdparisi. This episode, like all our episodes, is transcribed and available at paulparisi.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.